What is up? What is happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Yankshaft F1 podcast. A group of American dudes who like watching other dudes drive really, really fast. Joining me, as always, we've got the band back together this week from an undisclosed location in the Midwest. We've got Ian. The gang's all here, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it. Apparently, Johnny Gomes finally made it off that yacht in Miami that he passed out on two weeks ago. Johnny Gomes is back from the nation's capital. Hey, everyone. I hope you didn't forget about me. What what you been up to, Johnny? How 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 was the race this weekend? Uh, you know, man, I've been dealing with some technical issues, some some scheduling issues. Um, Johnny Gomes didn't have a computer charger for what? Yeah, dude, there's a there's an international shortage on um on MacBook charging blocks apparently. Um, Supply chain and all that. Yeah, glad to be back though, man. I mean, it was a a fun little race this weekend, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, on the the scale of a Spanish Grand Prix, how enjoyable is it? This was definitely in the the <laughs> upper tier. Ian, how was it for you? Uh, yeah, it was it was all right. There were some things that happened that made it exciting. Um, it's all it's always um, it it's always funny to see. And I shouldn't say this because it's going to sound really bad, but for when Ferrari has issues, it it is just it's still really funny to me. Um, so when Leclerc's like. My power's gone. I got no power. We we like we still don't know what happened. Like, 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 What's going off? Bit. Like Curtis is sending all these expletives, and I'm just like, oh, I was losing this it. It's kind of funny. Because <laughs> okay, well, no, the I think like let's just get right into this part of it. It it was it was so sad because it had been so fun. The first half of that race was like the most fun I had had all year because the first half of the race, what happened? Max Verstappen slides off into the gravel. And then what happens? Oh, his DRS isn't working. It's, we can't even make an effing DRS work, guys. Like, come on. Like, I got no DRS. And, uh, Max, it's because you've been, you push the button 50 times in a row trying to make it work. Like, well, what do you want me to do? I was, <laughs> I was, so, I was on such a high from making oh, fun of Max that any, I deserve any, that. Anything, anytime Max has any issues, it's the best. I love it. Like I want him to have issues because he just freaks out. It's like he he has no idea how to deal with anything. It's like out of his control, and it's just it's great. So oh, yeah, actually, hold on. I think I have this ready to go. Let's hear. Max, it. I think you may have closed it last time around. Because I'm pressing at fifty times before it opens. Just try one button press after the curb. Did that come through? <laughs> just try one button press uh, yeah sorry i had that queued up that was uh yeah the, the perfect timing but yeah no that was i was texting with like a few people you know uh fellow uh not fellow i'm not necessarily a max hater but some some people that are very much against when you, max. when you win a lot people don't like you yeah and especially when you win in the fashion that he won last year yeah you know i have one friend who is strictly referring to him as the fraud all year. He has not said Max to me once. Wow. Um, and, you know, it's it having a good time listening to him. But then, uh, you know, that's what we get for having our fun is Charles Leclerc um, has an engine problem on what? Lap 27. And yeah. uh, and it all somehow somehow goes out. But it was that was my main takeaway was the first half of the race was uh, there was so much stuff. Signs going off. Hamilton but- and Magnuson colliding. And then and then, uh, you know, Max going off and his DRS not working. And we're all having a great a great time. And then the second half of the race, you you basically could have turned it off. Yeah. The they said it was a it was a I was I believe it was a it was wind on the track or whatever, but yeah, just a wind blew. The way I was, was hearing it, it was like they were getting black ice 
in 100 degree weather because those guys were going around that turn and they were just sliding through. We've seen that move before. It was was gnarly. Yeah. I was was like, you know, this would be a lot more exciting if we just had like one little slip of the track where if you hit it like just perfectly, your car would completely spin out. I was like, that would kind of throw some excitement in there. I think Ian, we're figuring out that Ian just wants F1 to be Mario Kart. He wants moats. He wants banana peels, black ice. Blue yeah, shells. Like, hot take. Are drivers getting are drivers getting too good? Like let's make it maybe a little more challenging <laughs> for everybody. So you know, I, I think it's a uh, it's always it's I don't it's it's like golf where it's like I don't want the course to dominate, but I don't want the players to dominate the course either. You know, well, no, it's, it's, it's kind of the same exact argument because they're talking about rolling back the equipment in golf, and it's kind of the same thing with Formula One where it's like you can't really change the tracks; like they're kind of already there. So, what can we do? We can make it like, hey, you can't make your car like you know too good. Mm-hmm. You got to roll it back a little bit. Sorry, Johnny, we kind of just uh, no, stole, it's all good. The show there, you guys were bouncing off each other. Um, no, I mean, I, I enjoyed the race up until, you know, um, you're watching Perez is leading, you're rooting for him, and then all of a sudden he's got a little birdie in his ear telling him to let uh, his teammates pass. Oh, we're getting right into this already? And, uh, I mean, it, that yeah, kind of stuff that. to me just makes it unenjoyable to watch. And, uh, you know, it, the, the decisions are, but they are. They're they're out of my hands. They're out of Checo's hands. Uh, but you know the the guy was he was leading the race he was he was kicking butt and you know he's on a different course than Max quote unquote because so. because we're because we're all about hot takes and this just came to me so we're just we're just shooting from the hip here as always great intro I'm excited <laughs> what if what if Lewis Hamilton retires at the end of say. 2022-2023. Let's say he unexpectedly retires at the end of this season. And Mercedes says, Checo, come take this seat. We are off the rails and we're we are, like I said, we're shooting from the, we are shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip. Would you, would you take that call if you're Checo? What's the what's the benefit though? He's gonna be he's gonna be George's number two instead of Max's number know? two, right? Would yeah. you know? Lewis is George's number two right now. I mean, not in team orders, but that's you know. okay. Well, like, in, but in it's team George's orders, team. that's the whole plan. Is it though? Yes, they're not going to sign thirty whatever year old Checo Perez <laughs> to make the number one driver over George Russell. Not saying it's going to happen, but if Lewis were to hypothetically retire early Mercedes, would you call Checo? I think if this if that happened a year ago, I think he says yes. But that car looks. Uh shysty this year to say, uh, say at least. I don't know. We'll get we'll get we'll get more into that later. But I want to piggyback off what Johnny said. Um guys, we're we're six races into a 22 slash 23 race season and we've already got team orders taking taking potential wins away. Now I agree the, the realist in me says that like Max probably would have won that race anyway. He was yeah. like a second and a half faster per lap on faster tires. We all know that but it's race six out of 22 and Sergio Perez is third in the driver's standings. He's only like 30 points back. And that's after this week, he could have been less than 20 points back of max after this week. Had he won the race? Is it too early for this? Um, if you asked Checo, I'd think he'd say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> his response was, 
what was he it like did I did say that I think that's unfair but okay which you know yeah. which is true I number mean, two you, driver response yeah you couldn't really ask for much more out of your number two um but uh I'd be pissed yeah I I mean Checo knows the deal Checo knows the deal at Red Bull and He's got a right to be mad, and, and I, I think you, your record is with the, with us being so early in the season. I am surprised they didn't kind of let him maybe duke it out a little bit. I guess you, you, I mean, you don't if you're a Horner, you don't want them, you know, you don't want them duking it out. You don't want the, you don't want them like actually. I mean, you want them racing, but you want them actually racing, and then God forbid if you're a Red Bull, they crash. Into Hamilton and Rosberg ruin this for everyone, for, <laughs> forever. No one, no. That's why they got Bottas. That's why Mercedes got Bottas. That's why no one's ever going to let their one and two battle it out at the top again. But yeah, I don't know. It just seems a little shysty to me. But no, I mean, I'd be if I was Checo, I'd be pissed. Like, look, like, okay, it's it's fine, but this is not. I'm driving really well. I'm driving well off the win, and you just let and you don't even let me try to let to hold off for Stappen. Like, I get, I don't know. It's he knows the deal, and it's Checo. He knows that, like. It's but he's driving really well this year, it's and just, he, like, it's, yeah, it's, it's just frustrating because Max is so good; he's so good that he doesn't need wins just gifted to him. But that's but that's what happens. But that's what happens in Formula One. That's what happens with Schumacher. That's what happens with Hamilton. That's what happens with everybody. Like that, you get wins gifted to you if you drive one, and it's part of Formula One. But it sucks. Technically, team orders have been banned for like a decade, but it just it just doesn't seem to matter whatsoever. Um, but <laughs> you know, like they're all they're all professional racing drivers, especially a guy like Checo. Like he wants to win. Like, and 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 he pours his heart and soul into that. And knowing that most weeks he's going to be in second place behind Verstappen or third place, you know, playing gun rear gunner alternate strategy. You know, ride the first set of tires as long as you can. You tire wizard like. And then he finally ends up in first place from all this crazy stuff. And then they're just like, oh, okay, good job. Check out. Yeah, let Max on through again. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, just, just unfortunate. Um, as a result of that, we ended up with, and Carlos signs also sliding in the gravel. We ended up with uh, a Red Bull one, two. Um, so Max now lead Charles Leclerc by six points in the driver's standings. And Red Bull now leads Ferrari by 26 points in the yeah. constructors. Uh, because of you know uh, one two for Red Bull and a you know nothing and fourth for for Ferrari. Do do we uh, Ferrari brought some upgrades? They looked quick this week. It's just man, Ian. You said I believe on our last episode like that you think Red Bull is going to end up running away with this, and I said I hate that. I think that you're right. I believe were my exact words. And then this happens. Well, thank God, thank God the next race is at a race where, you know, Ferrari has a lot of success. Nothing could go wrong for Charles Leclerc. <laughs> Nothing is going to go wrong. Monaco, sure, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah. So let's um, – no, I mean, I, I, I think this is – this Ferrari is just like they shoot themselves in the foot. And whether it be their fault or not, they they just continue to have these issues. And I'm not saying Red Bull's going to have a perfect season either. I mean, we saw it earlier with Verstappen having some issues, but yeah, they've already had. Yeah, I think the I think the Ferrari constructors championship dream here, even though we are we are only six races in, is slowly just getting that the light at the end of the tunnel is another train. I'm probably not using that correctly, but whatever. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you know that, what you mean? There's definitely Especially quite. 
was definitely quite the shakeup in the standings this week. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, it's we've seen this before where all it takes is one race day to completely turn things around. It takes one DNF uh, from one guy and, you know. And on a day where Ferrari looked faster. You know? Yeah, they did. And, I mean, you know, chalk it up to pure bad luck. or I mean, it, it was like over 100 degrees out there on not, the track. Yeah, yeah so, um, you know, it could have just been an unfortunate circumstance there. Um, you never know. And uh, hopefully, you know, you hope they can still turn it around. It's still only we're so early into this that, you know, it's not over by any means. Um, but like Ian said, it's kind of like you're starting to see the signs a little bit. Yeah, it's it's it, it's starting to, to roll. There's there's the there's a snowball forming against Ferrari now, and it's making me nervous. I've seen a lot of people reference like I just don't see them coming back from this. I don't think it's over yet, obviously, but. But it's just, yeah, it really feels like there's a lot going against them right now. I think Charles Leclerc will be fine. Yeah, six points back, and that's – I know Max has had his fair share of bad luck. He's won every race that he's finished this year. But yeah. Leclerc, <laughs> some bad luck to even it out, and they're separated by six points. I think it's going to be a great battle down the stretch. Who I do want to talk about is Carlos Sainz in terms of Ferrari because he's largely the reason that uh, that Ferrari trail by 26 points in the Constructors – uh, Sainz has 65 points. Checo has 85 points. So it's, I mean, that's more or less the difference right there. It would be the, the difference would obviously be between uh, Max and uh, the difference between Mac, Max and Leclerc. But this race, Leclerc DNFs with an engine failure. Max slides off into the gravel. We're in Spain. He's in a Ferrari and he finishes fourth. If, 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 Carlos Sainz doesn't win this race. When is he going to win, is my question. He will win a race that Verstappen and Leclerc take each other out in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one where literally neither finishes. But like, no, seriously, that's, saying, right? no, that's, that's when he's going to win a race because he. I don't think he can beat Leclerc and I don't. he can't beat Verstappen. Um, so is that Monaco next week? I don't know. Maybe or this week, maybe surely, surely when we talk crap on him, he's going to come back and win next week. Yeah, but no, I mean, that's when he's going to win a race. It's going to be those two guys. It's going to be a, a, a crash or something. And then, you know, whatever issue, Max will crash out racing against, you know, Checo or something freaky. And then Leclerc's, you know, tire will just the Ferrari will, f- will just forget to screw on his. First tire. of all, Christian Horner is going to strangle Checo <laughs> in the paddock before it's, the race it's is gonna, It's going to be a while. It's going to be a wild week, whatever week, whatever week that is. <laughs> um, probably Vegas in twenty twenty three. But <laughs> yeah, no, he's got to have both those guys not finish to to win right now. That with the way he's driving, yeah, jo- he's Johnny. Driving. Any what's what is signs? What does he have to do? I mean. To me, he's just like the the perpetual bridesmaid that's always you know watching his friends get we, married. We he and... beat Leclerc <laughs> last year, though. I just want to throw that out there. Eh, you know, every dog has his day. Um, but, A whole year, but you know, I, to me, he just doesn't have the like the. T- I don't want to say tenacity, or, or I don't know. He just doesn't. He's in a rut right now. Yeah, and um, he, to me, he doesn't seem like that guy that that's just gonna you know 
grab him, pull himself up by the bootstraps and, and, you know, um, fight for a win on a gritty race day. You know, for me, the Checo's got to have like 90 degrees, sunny weather, no wind, you know, perfect conditions with, you know, like you said, Max and Leclerc knocking each other out of the race or something for, for him to pull home at number one. Um, but that's you, just my You take. said Checo. You meant signs, right? Signs, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a shame because I was very, very, very high, very probably way too high on him going into the season. I thought I said that Ferrari had the best driver pairing. Yeah, and, and going into the season, which is probably Red Bull and arguably Mercedes out of them now. Um, but I, it's a shame because I was so, so, so high on on Carlos, and he started off kind of hot, but he's had this this streak of like bad luck that he's been on. Whether it's been his fault or not, it's just been is it's it's upsetting it, it's it sucks to watch and I, I think he gets it corrected did monaco but also on the on the flip side i mean like what is yeah he finished um what who's who's fourth in spain is that yes yeah yeah, so yeah. He's fourth should have been fifth and then lewis had a uh lewis passed him but he had a he, <sighs> and, and, uh, lewis had an issue late and uh signs got back past him and he finished behind verstappen checo um and russell george russell yeah so we're we're giving him trouble, but also at the same time, like he finished fourth. Like it's, I don't know. Yeah, but it's the same. It's the same treatment that we gave Valtteri Bottas. Yeah, and that we gave that we gave Sergio Perez last year. Yeah, if they're finishing fourth when when you know, let's say it's should, last year, Lewis Hamilton or Max Verstappen doesn't finish the race, signs, they should be finishing higher than fourth. So signs finishes say if he would if he gets Russell and finishes third, are we still in this conversation? If he finishes third behind two Red Bulls, we're still in this conversation. Yeah, I, I still I still think he he deserves some criticism, and it, because it's not just this race. It and he did, you know, it was. Thank God Max slid off for Signs' sake, or else he would be getting dragged. But Max slid off at the same turn, kind yeah. of justified his mistake of like, oh, see, it wasn't just yeah. Signs. It's you know, even Max got caught out by turn four. Yeah, it wasn't the so, only guy blaming the wind. Yeah, exactly. So, so that really worked out in his favor. But but honestly, if Lewis didn't have that issue with three laps to go, he finished fifth, like on merit. Yeah. And if Charles Leclerc's engine doesn't break, then Sainz finishes sixth fifth. on yeah. merit, I would argue. You know, and like it, it's just not good. It's just not a good enough week for him when you're fighting for a constructors championship, especially being in Spain, too. Yeah, in his home yeah, Grand Prix. Home, and the home Grand Prix. Yeah, it's his best finish ever in the Spanish Grand Prix. Well, it's the first time he's ever had a title winning caliber car. And he and he finished fourth just, just because of kind of a mediocre mediocre weekend. The the driver who held him off and, and finished third, George Russell. How about a little shout out to Boy George once again? Super Boy, impressive, dude. Boy George is just the man is so steady right now. So steady. Extremely set. Book him for third or fourth, and that's it. He's like, here I am, Mercedes. I'm going to be third or fourth every single week. He is closer to Max Verstappen in the standings. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I lied. He's 36 points behind Max in the standings, and he's 35 points up on Lando. I really wanted that stat to be able to. To hold up, but no, thirty six well, behind him, thirty five up on Lando. Comparing him to whatever that just horrendous car right now, McLaren, McLaren's driving. It's not that's not saying much. It was. I uh, think it um, was another rough week, but 
if, if I'm not mistaken, Russell's the only guy to finish every race in at least fifth place or better. Yeah, top five. That was true after four weeks. And then what happened last week? If, as long as, yeah, as long as he, uh, he, he top five there, then yeah, he'd be top five. That, that's been yeah. true for three straight weeks now because Leclerc had, uh, Leclerc finished sixth after he crashed at, uh, at, uh, he was, he was fifth and he was fifth in Miami. Yeah, fifth in Miami, yep. and and it was after race four, I believe four was Imola, where Charles Leclerc um, uh, slid off trying to do a little too much after he had that late pit stop and uh, slid down to sixth place. So that made it so George was the only one who had finished top five every race. Yeah, and it continues. What a streak from George Russell. Yes, sir. What is what we've talked about this before? Um, after just two or three races, but sneaky, sneaky, sneaky Mercedes. <laughs> sneaky mercedes they have 120 points in third place mclaren has 50 in fourth place they oh. are hanging with ferrari and red bull not necessarily with them but they're hanging around despite having a clearly inferior car yeah i think that car showed they finally maybe seem like they fixed some of the porpoising yeah. issues this week that car looked good now and i think again i brought this up before i think mercedes will play a factor in this title race by i think by the end of the year we've got six cars that could win every race yeah i think we've got i mean i i think it's we kind of thought going into the season we're gonna have like almost i don't want to say like a big four but like we pretty much have an idea it was going to be four solid teams it is clearly three teams and then midfield and the rest. Yeah. And, and there's, and between that's better than we've had it before. (laughs) And and between McLaren and who, I mean, what is it? You got Williams, Williams sitting. You want to know who's in fifth place? Uh, Romeo. Alpha Romeo, which we'll get into later. I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that out there. We're going to give Alpha Romeo their due later, but back, back to Mercedes. I'm sorry. But no, I was going to say, but uh, no, I think Mercedes is here and I shouldn't say Mercedes is here. That's, That's dumb, but, Mercedes is is gonna be it's gonna be a factor, and I don't think it's gonna be like a. It, we thought going into the season it was gonna be like a maybe a Red Bull, Ferrari, or Mercedes, one of those two teams. Duke's out for one and two, and then McLaren versus whomever versus for three and four. When it looks like it's clearly gonna be possibly it's gonna be all three teams: Red Bull, Ferrari, and Mercedes are gonna kind of duke it out for the top spot in the Church Championship this season. Yeah. Yeah, to to me, Mercedes is almost like too big to fail. Like I, I, I never really saw them bottoming out and and letting you know uh, Red Bull and and Ferrari run away with it. So, so off some off a fresh upgrade package after Miami. Yeah, I, I agree. The the car did look good this past weekend. And um, you know, some set of unfortunate circumstances for for Hamilton there. You know, he. I think he was only like a less than a second off of Leclerc's time and and qualifying and and you know just to have that happen right at the beginning of the race really really stinks. But but you know, I mean, he's a he's a seasoned professional and and managed to to save you know save some points on the day. Counterpoint: The such minute a, that Magnussen crashed into like, oh, we should just retire the car. Yeah, yeah, we should just <laughs> save the engine. Yeah. Lewis Hamilton comes Hamilton. back and passes fifteen people. Lewis Hamilton's Lewis Hamilton's the kid in high school who's you know oh my god everyone failed the test it's like oh I did so bad and he gets like a ninety six yeah yeah, yeah. That's, and Carlos Sainz is the kid you, in high dude. school like Carlos Sainz the kid in high school that everyone failed the test and Carlos Sainz gets a twenty eight like that's like that's the but he doesn't that's talk the about difference it. between those two 
No, I did. I did want to get into Hamilton though. Like that was such a strange circumstance of yeah, the, the contact with Magnus and they they both get a puncture from it, and he just says he's in last place and he says, "Let's save the engine. Let's just retire." <laughs> and then they have to get in his ear. Uh, Lewis, we still think uh, P8, you know, is a, is a good target. That's some valuable points for the team right now, which is true. Here's my – like. so we've, we got into George Russell, great week. The, Mer- or the Mercedes looks fast again. They're possibly back, question mark. Yeah. Um, Lewis Hamilton, incredible drive. Would Lewis Hamilton have had a chance to win that race if he didn't – get that puncture he started on mediums and almost passed carlos signs for the record which is just another knock on signs are you saying that he finished gonna, well, like 50 well, seconds behind max verstappen it, are you are you gonna keep the yes is, i'm is keeping leclerc, other people's no, no, issues what i'm saying yeah. is yeah, yeah yeah what i'm saying is is leclerc still he's yeah, still yeah. no everyone else's issues still happen i'm saying okay. just just oh, okay. take away um, lewis hamilton yeah, there's absolutely a chance if you get a one race absolutely but yeah, for the Mercedes, possible. that's still what, you know actually, only one car DNFing. That still seems okay. Actually, what would, what would have happened on that race is that he would have led the he would have led the race until about lap oh sixty one, and then with about four or five to go, Verstappen would have overtaken him. <laughs> if his DRS worked, that's what would have happened. Yeah, Verstappen yeah, only it, got past somebody when they when they told him to, you know, and they told his teammate to let him go. Who knows if that DRS flap would have worked? Yeah, yeah, it definitely would have would have affected the the race strategy for Red Bull a little bit. I think um, you know Max ended up switching back to the mediums there after running on softs for a good portion of the race. Yeah, because he ruins ruined him on the gravel, but yeah, yeah, um, um, no, yeah, but I know, mean, I know the, it's the, the way he drove is, was yeah. super impressive. Like to to come back to from last place back in a P four and a minute off the leader like should have finished fourth yeah without yeah. his his engine problems there at the end but yeah overall like I I think I think Mercedes is going to be a play a factor again I said this like three or four weeks ago the idea of like Red Bull their car being back in the hunt and being able to possibly screw over Red Bull down the stretch it's like. I don't know. That that gets me excited. Also, I heard something that I just have to repeat. Who would have thought um, at any point in the last five years that I like I or we would be this excited by like a Mercedes looking fast, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Just That's how the point. turntables, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. It's give, give, give me give me somebody that's not. Why can't we take this this Mercedes new speed and give it to like McLaren? You know, like why do we? They, those those boys, they've got the same engine, so I don't think it's uh you know Mercedes's fault. No, no, it's not. Definitely not. Uh, so let's get into McLaren. Um. I believe they 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 for the first time in Yankshaft history. I didn't fact check this, but they won Rockstar and Wanker of the Week, um, in Miami. Um, to be fair, I believe the Wanker of the Week was James Corden. Yeah, my so Wanker that's of the Week just kind of by yeah, <laughs> like by association, not really not really true Wankers. Um, but I don't know. I thought they I thought they kind of had something something good going, and then it all just kind of fell apart. And I'm gonna give Lando Norris a complete pass because he had like tonsillitis, like. 
he couldn't even talk on the radio. They were asking him to like click a button to confirm stuff they were telling him. Like I, I just, it, it's just kind of a watch. Like I'm throwing away Lando's race in, in my mind. Um, but Daniel Ricardo kind of had a bad week again, right? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of this becoming a trend for Ricardo where it's just like, all right, Barry, there's not even top ten. There's Daniel. I mean, he's Rick. finishing behind Vettel, dude. Aston Martin have six points on the season. Like, there's like there's Danny Rick bringing up like 13th place. It's like, Jesus, yeah, I don't know. Lando Norris is like barely functioning due to illness <laughs> and finishes four spots ahead of Daniel Ricciardo. Yeesh. Yeah, it's yeah. just not a. Not a good look. I don't really have anything no. more. Like, I, I don't have some no, crazy analysis on McLaren. It's just, I, you know, we just have to point out, like, they deserve some criticism. It wasn't, it was not yeah. a good week. And I feel like fourth a place. disappointed dad, you know, like, like I'm not mad. It's just, yeah, I just wild. don't get it. Like, what's going, <laughs> what's going wrong over there? Um, I just, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't quite understand what's happening there. Johnny, you mentioned Alfa Romeo or not Alfa Mark Romeo. You Aston. mentioned Aston Martin. Dude. Um, you know, AR, AM, it's all the same. Yeah. I, let's 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 talk about that whole saga the, the the green red bull as it's you know been known i don't know if you guys follow that whole saga of they basically copied all of the side pod arrow work d- right down to the the side mirrors they're like the side mirrors on the side of the car they copied oh, they didn't even the, bother the, they didn't even bother to change the to change the work a little bit Exactly. No, it was the same handwriting and everything. They basically photocopied somebody's homework <laughs> and threw it on a car. They did. They, 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 they almost seems like paddock all week. It seems like they copied the car, and they they don't even really know like what half of the, the stuff they put on there. That's duck. what they did with that's what they did with Mercedes, though. <laughs> they don't yeah. even know what they copied. If the, yeah, if the principal calls them into the office and asks them to explain their like, show your work for these side pods. There's they got nothing, but they already did this with the pink Mercedes, and now they've got the green Red Bull. It's the same thing. It doesn't really matter as long as your car's faster. Honestly, honestly it's just kind of funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. Man, that'd be some nice, nice car. It's, it's such like a <laughs> it's such, nice car. It's such a crappy rich person thing to do. Because Lawrence Stroll was like, hmm, could I spend a bunch of money to develop my own car? <laughs> nah, that's for nerds. We've been, we've just been, why have we sucked this year? We've been waiting for someone. We've been waiting to get some good photos of somebody yeah. else's car. It's like research and development. That sounds expensive. Uh, what about a couple like covert operations? Just yeah, do, hire a couple of photons. Sure. Like sign me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Oh, but you my know guy, what? it worked the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, hey. My guy said was um was assaulted leaving the race um on, on yeah. Sunday. I heard he got uh, he got robbed. Yeah, and then he tried tracking the thieves down by by uh, using Find My AirPods or whatever. <laughs> Just tracking them down, and then he found his found his headphones tossed out of the window, like like they knew he was tracking them. Yeah, that's, a, that's a smart. That's a smart move. <laughs> like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diversion, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's that's uh that's brilliant. Poor Seb, though. You know, I you know I, I don't know. It's yeah, a four time world champion, dude. Maybe them copying. <laughs> you know, just... uh, 
honestly, maybe them copying cars is a good thing because it makes them go faster and have success again. Exactly. I need a good week, and that's where I wanted to go with this. I mean, obviously, we had to address the green Red Bull situation, but, (laughs) you know, Vettel started 16th, finished 11th. Like, that's that's pretty darn good, Um, I believe. It's very good. He and Stroll both scored a point. Um, was either it was either Miami or Imola. Um, kind of squeaked out point. Uh, uh, you know, one point and three points, I believe it was. But um, yeah, nice to see Vettel at least just uh, kind of competitive. And then, oh no, it was yeah in Miami we had the uh, the Mick Vettel crash uh, that, <laughs> that that broke all of our hearts. Um, so that was you know maybe maybe not the best time. Not Aston Martin, but Alfa Romeo. What a season from Alfa Romeo. You might recall, um, you know, somebody, mostly me, but also all of us um, in the preseason pod um, saying how much, like how valuable um, Valtteri Bottas was going to be to that team. Valtteri Bottas has scored points in every race he's finished this year. And Valtteri Bottas sits eighth in the uh, Drivers' Championship. And Alfa uh, Alfa Romeo sit fifth in the Constructors' Championship. Okay. That's a little misleading because Valtteri Bottas so? has 38 points. <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and, and Alfa Romeo has 39. What's your point, uh, all right? So let's not be like, oh, Alfa Romeo, they're having a great – Valtteri Bottas is just doing – Joe Guan Yu is only hey. going to get better, okay? Say, There's Joe no Man way Yu. he scores fewer <laughs> than Yu. one point. He's got more points than, than Schumacher and Latifi combined. So, you know, he's got that going for him. Which is still a one point. Uh, yeah, no, that that checks out. Yeah, Albon's got yeah, three. So I'm not. Yeah, and, and he's looked and he's looked fine for his for his season, I think so far. But yeah, no, Valtteri Bottas is doing Valtteri Bottas things, um, keeping Alfa Romeo close to McLaren's because McLaren's been so bad. Um, so Bottas has been battling with the Mercedes, ironically, yeah. a lot yeah, this year, you, which has been fun. You, could you imagine him in a more competitive car in a in a McLaren or Imagine if we got Valtteri or... Bottas in say like a Mercedes. I was gonna say you know, put Valtteri Bottas in yeah. Mercedes. What would happen there? <laughs> imagine if he didn't have Lewis Hamilton with him though, you know? Then then maybe he could've he could have really shined. It's just I, I I I had such a good feeling about him going into this year, and he's and he's like somehow almost exceeded my expectations for him. Like he's been great. Like when he gets past, it's like simply at the end of races, it's simply because the car doesn't quite have as much pace as, you know, who, who's ever is gunning, gunning from behind him, whether it be a Mercedes, a Red Bull, Ferrari, whatever. But he's he's been like near flawless. And then, you know, Zhou Guan Yu also one point. Shout out the boy. That was in the opening race too, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very much a Pierre. Is, is Zhou Guan Yu on rookie Pierre, uh, not Pierre Gasly, Yuki Sonoda watch where he scored a point in his opening race and got us all way too hyped and then kind of stinks the rest of the year and cost the team millions of dollars in crashes? <laughs> People uh, are asking. People are asking. Uh, Zhu, Zhu seems to be a little more even keeled uh, of a personality to me, just um, just based off of, you know. He didn't learn English watching The Sopranos like you apparently <laughs> yeah. did. So, you know, of course, his radio message is going to seem a little more calm. That's, that's why I think I love the – that's why I love the Red Bull team so much is because – or the, excuse me, the Tauri team so much is because you get like – 
Describe Yuki Tsunoda in a sentence and is like, oh yeah, he learned English watching The Sopranos. Like that. He didn't, but that's what I think. He, that's what, I prefer that version of the truth. The Yang Chef Pod. My own mother. Yuki Tsunoda learned English from watching this from watching The Sopranos. You heard it here first. I have so many phrases I want to scream right now that I'm just gonna have to bleep later, and it's not worth the effort. Oh, is it too much to ask for some gabagool? Yeah. Oh. Hey. No, we we absolutely love it, but yeah, I'm sure Joe is uh is is you know gonna improve, um hopefully at least, um and uh as mentioned before, Johnny and I will be he is the guest speaker at the uh the uh, special fancy uh, free hors d'oeuvres you know free cocktail weenies event that Johnny and I will be attending before the Belgian Grand Prix on uh, Thursday evening. Hopefully he's got some uh, some good words for us. Maybe we can you know snag him for an interview. Probably not, but you know we'll see what we can do. Um, but Alfa Romeo. Um, yeah, shot fifth fifth place for Alfa Romeo. Um, after after six races of the season, kind of deserve a shout out. Um, there wasn't really anything else that, that that really interested me as far as like the teams. Like we, you know, we we basically talked about five of them, um, yeah, yeah. kind of at length, and it was Alpine. Yes, there are some things we could say. I'm sorry if there are any like Fernando Alonso stands listening that we didn't give him. A, you know, he had a, a pretty you know, great drive. He started from the pit lane and had a good drive, but I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't really feel like spending a lot of minutes uh, talking about Alpine or uh, nor Alpha Tauri bad week for them. Yeah. Nor Aston Martin, obviously um, I do kind of want to want to mention Williams because it was so bad. <laughs> it was, it was just so bad. Every driver ratings that I looked at, neither driver had higher than a three out of 10. And Alex Albon has shown that he's capable of some crazy drives. Of course, right when I post a picture of me and Alexa from our karting weekend, you know, and I posted with the caption, you know, she finished dead last, but every Albon needs his Latifi. Latifi beats Albon this week. Look, I'm not saying you guys, I'm not saying you guys, I'm not saying you guys canceled Williams, but you know, or not canceled. I I inadvertently, uh, you guys canceled it. You guys cursed Williams. Yeah. 100%. I cursed Albin for sure with, yeah. with, with that message. You know, I went, I went P3 in my first carding sesh, you know, no big deal. But they've got a, I mean, this is, this is what Williams is though, where their car is just not, it's, it hasn't been there for a while. Um, and when they have a bad week, they have a bad week. Yeah, it's not, the setup's not going to work on every track too. So, you know, what's whatever it's Williams. We know Albin's had a better, Albin's a better driver than that. Um, I, I, I think they'll rebound in in the ways a positive rebound for Williams, which is, you know, maybe yeah, a, a couple more points, couple, maybe a at some point. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty much it for, for, for the teams. Um, as far as just other points from the race, one thing I did, I did want to mention real quick and just kind of get your guys' thoughts. The extremely hot temperatures were the main reason for this, but it's so refreshing, ironically, in super hot temperatures, watching a race where two and three stops is the norm. Like, the whole dynamic of watching that race and the strategy possibilities and all of this stuff, it it, it felt like it, just a completely different sport. Like, I had to kind of re, retrain my brain to figure out what was what was happening versus the norm in F1 the last few years has just kind of been leader gets out to a few second lead. As long as you don't botch your pit stop, your one pit stop, you're good. Two, three stops, you know, mostly because of the hot temperatures, but 
it just changed the racing so well is is there yeah. i mean you guys aren't you know the people to ask this question but like I, I wish there was a way to make that happen more more frequently in am i mistaken or was there no safety car uh either um during the race not that i can recall because that would have yeah, that would have that, hamilton might have won that race I think, yeah. I think there was i think there was a tiny virtual one whenever there was uh, a vsc i think k-mag and hamilton collided in the very beginning it's very it brief i think it wasn't yeah it wasn't very long yeah but i just i don't know it was it it, it was like it's rain and extreme heat field of like seem to be the things that kind of like spice up a race. And I don't, I mean, sure. Most of the action was a result of people sliding to the gravel and then Leclerc's car failing, but just those two, three stop races, just trying to follow. It's just like, it's almost tricking my brain into like, there's more stuff to pay attention to. And I associate that with like it being a more interesting race, even if that's not necessarily the case, there's just more things that can go wrong. There's more things that can go right. There's more time to be made up or more time to be lost. Yeah, for sure. And so you guys aren't, uh, aren't aren't as big a weather aficionados um, as as I am. So the last thing, last thing, real quick before we get into everyone's favorite segment, Rockstar Wanker. Uh, last thing I want to ask about: any thoughts on the? Uh, this has kind of become our new mo. Any thoughts on Magnuson uh, Lewis Lewis incident in the beginning of the race? Just want to see if anyone's got a hot take on a on a you know racing incident. You know, not really. I thought it was just a racing incident. I don't think it was. I think it's the heat of the moment they were kind of mad, but I yeah. think I think we're looking over it again. And yeah. it happens. I think Lewis understeered a little bit. Magnuson didn't quite leave as much room as he should have. I, I'm giving it 55-45 Magnuson's fault, and most of that is just being racing incident, nobody's fault. But. Yeah. What was the result of that? Was it a puncture that forced Lewis, Lewis got a puncture immediately. Yeah. Immediately had to pit, and that's where he said, you know, save yeah. the engine, just just send me home, give me like a horse. Yeah, I think that's just a, you know just unfortunate on on both ends. Um, I th- I think if they make that attack there and Lewis doesn't get the puncture, that it, it's almost like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah Magnuson had a great there. start. I think he just got a little greedy. Yeah. Um, but you know, if anyone was curious whether we had any hot takes on that, we do not. So let's get into <laughs> rock star of the week. Got a got a few, a few options this week. Pretty uh, pretty solid uh, solid Spanish Grand Prix as far as you know, more overtakes, more action, more fun than we normally get from the Circuit de Catalunya. Uh, Ian, lead us off. What do you got? Um, it's hard to give it to him because I feel like I've done it a decent amount, and anytime somebody doesn't win the race, it kind of feels weird to give it to him. Alex Alvin. <laughs> but I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna go with Checo. Um, wow. That's actually a really nuanced take there. I thought, he, yours. I thought he had a really good race. Um, I think he definitely could have won or I'd like to have seen him hold off or step in. Um, and I think just with him being like, you know what? I'm going to do some good to the team. I'm going to finish second. I know my role here at Red Bull. I know it's frustrating, but I'm not going to do anything that's going to hurt the team. I'm only – he had a great – like if you're a boss at Red Bull, Checo this week was just yeah yeah he didn't want to get the belt from did not dream of a better race. He's like the prototypical number two driver at a world championship competing club or team. Yeah. And I think like, him him complaining about the orders just a little bit this week, you know, of like I let him pass earlier. You said that you were going to let me. You know, why am I doing this again? Yeah, like yeah. fighting back a little bit. That just shows he's got the fire in him. 
yeah. know what I mean? You don't want your number two driver to, to never want to win. You want your number two driver to want to win, but at the end of the day, know, know his role. And I think, yeah, that's a, that, Ian, that's a, what a great take. <laughs> given it, given it a check out. I hadn't even considered that. That's, that's excellent. I, yeah, I would like to second that. Um, but Johnny, we'll get on to you first. Um, so for me, it's kind of like a, a cumulative effort. Um, but I'm going George Russell just because the kid's been impressing the pants off of me. For I mean, yeah. he, he's 24 years old and he, he's uh, he's given his seven-time world champion teammate a run for his money this season, and it's been really cool to watch. Um, yeah, I mean, I. He, to me, you can't give it to Max. Uh, just you know, he's out here getting gifts. We give it to Max got, on weeks where he where he has great drives, and there yeah. are other guys that might be deserving. But he had a perfect weekend. This is not the week yeah. to give it to Max. Now, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But. Though I, I I do like that check the Checo sentiment, dude. Dude drove like a bat out of hell this past weekend, and um, you know, honorable mention to my boy Lewis, who you know. Could have been disastrous for him. He wanted to give up, but you know, shout out, shout out the pit wall over at Merck for not letting him. Um, but yeah, uh, a couple of worthy candidates uh, this week. Yeah, no, for sure. Also, yeah, shout out the. Uh, I can't remember the name of uh, Lewis's engineer, who's always just always knows the perfect thing to say. Like, Lewis Bono, you know, yeah, Bono, Bono. <laughs> The sweetest thing when he gets in Lewis's ear and just uh, you know, Lewis P eight still on the table, you know. <laughs> let's let's keep fighting. Let's put our head down, and and then he goes uh, he goes full hammer time. Leading into my pick, I'm gonna give it to Lewis. And so we've got a, a t- both Mercedes drivers earning a rock star of the week on the Yank shaft, which I did not see coming um, this early into the season. Um, just. Yeah, we've already talked about it. Incredible, incredible drive from Lewis coming from like literally wanting to give up, having some bad luck. Again, I definitely I think it was a racing incident, but it definitely wasn't Lewis's fault. He definitely didn't have any fault in that that puncture. And who knows what would have happened if uh, if he had been in the mix there. Also, interesting note, if we had known that Leclerc was going to retire, how great would that that remember when George Russell was holding off Max Verstappen? How insane would that have been had we known at the time that it could have been for the race? Like, oh man, just just had to had to throw that out there. Wanker of the week, Johnny will lead with you. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think any of the drivers really had that bad of a of a performance to warrant yeah. a, a wanker of the week. Um, but there was one thing that I noticed. Uh, in particular, throughout the broadcast, was was a, a certain overzealous uh, drone camera operator <laughs> who seemed to be a little too far out of his depth, uh, uh, ch- chasing those F one cars around the track in, in his drone. In which I, I, the, the guy was like a, an MLB umpire with <laughs> with a, with an inferiority complex or something. Like he, he was on hell. What was it? On hell Hernandez. Yeah, dude. He's or Joe West of the Cabrera drone operating world. Um, I don't care. a golfer. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was a questionable, <laughs> questionable uh, decision to go with that. Uh, the, the drone cast, um, in my opinion. The helicopter shots are so so steady. Yeah. I've been in a I've been in a helicopter operating a camera before, and that's not easy. It's so good, and they've also got cameras on wires. It's a whole thing, which made the drone footage seem worse. 
a little disappointed that you stole some of Ian's thunder here. Yeah. So that was absolutely my wanker of the week was that drum. Thing. Yeah. That was atrocious. That was ridiculous. That was the most obnoxious thing I think I've seen in Formula One for a long time. That was literally no one universally liked that or accepted that or thought that was a good idea. I have never seen something been so hated so flat, so fast. Like I woke up, I was watching that race. I was a little hungover from the night before. I had a few many drinks. I sat down, turned that on, and I saw that damn drone footage. And I turned my TV off. I'm about to throw up. It was ridiculous. I don't understand how we have footage in the Midwest of freaking tornadoes with less camera shaking than somebody over a Formula One track. It was like. It was like they told somebody who had no idea what drone footage was to go get it. I'm not even passionate about drones. I'm just so mad. Ian doesn't know anything about drones. He's right. I don't know anything about drones. But I don't know. But all I know is that whatever that was was ridiculous and unacceptable. And you call, like, could you imagine in the NFL if we had a QB cam? It looked like they filmed it, and it was like it was filmed during an earthquake. Why was it going upside down? Blair Witch Project. He's ripping barrel rolls and, and banking the drone. Like it was, it, was most, it was just the most bush league, like amateur. Like, what are we? To, are we to single A? Like, you know. Charlotte Checkers game. I don't. I don't know what this is. Like oh, ECHL action. Yeah, ECHL action. Work, I don't. I don't know what that was, and it was so horrendously bad <laughs> that honestly, of all the things I'm going to remember from the Spanish Grand Prix in 2022, the drone footage just being absurd was number one. Did you guys watch that clip that I sent you of like the F four? drone footage from like the brazilian formula four no i was right. I, I was at work but i i mean i assumed it was just you know much better drone yeah. footage. yeah no it, it, it was so i think I, I'd, I'd like to think that you know the technology might be viable it is uh, there the it, tech is there yeah. tech is fine. definitely there yeah it was just it, it was just a rogue tornadoes. operator or something blimey <laughs> yeah i really hope it wasn't like a make-a-wish situation or something uh, you know it's like, the only thing that could make us feel bad about this situation yeah operating that drone no like we're all getting our drone licenses at work right now and, oh, and wow. i'm watching a lot of drone footage and no matter and i you know watching a lot of you know the competitive drone people to see how they do it the fpv stuff it was it was disgusting i thought that maybe i was being a little too harsh when we got on our text thread during the race and we no. were just like yo this is brutal and then as the day went on it was like okay confirmed everyone in the world that yeah. watched this race hated this drone footage it was it was off axis a lot, which I think contributed to the nausea. You should not feel like you're going to get seasick watching cars go around the track. It was ridiculous. Yeah, and then just some of the maneuvers he was pulling. God pulled like a crazy embankment <laughs> around a corner and then takes him way too long to get through it. And the cars are already like off screen way ahead of him yeah uh just didn't didn't work overall it was like like we come we had a ian and i had a whole segment like you know after miami about how bad the tv directing was and how like you know they didn't show any of the overtakes it felt like a boring race that's gotta that's gotta be him over there we've got a tall chap over there that's gotta be him 
Well, the good no. again, again, great news. We're going to a course next. We're going to a race next week without any history of bad camera work or. Oh, no. Well, again, it. Monaco is their own TV director, so this was kind of like this was the one in the middle of like this was supposed to be the good week, and and large the directing was fine. Oh, beautiful, you know, yeah. like like What's ready, drone? ready drone four, ready drone four, drone four is hot, drone four is hot. Up until that moment, everything was brilliant. And then it was everything that happened while Drone 4 was hot. <laughs> it was so bad. It, it screwed everything up. I just I just didn't understand it. It was, again, the the axis being off. Some of the corners he took, he just completely whiffed. Was, we're spoiled. <laughs> we're spoiled. We're used to, like, you know, the it should be the best teams, broadcast teams in the world. Like, And, uh, man, yeah. I hope that guy doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> I hope that guy. I hope that guy doesn't go on the internet all week. Whoever was like racing that or flying that drone, man. To be honest with you, because I, I I can't defend him. But uh, that is pretty much unanimously wanker of the week is drone <laughs> operator number four or whatever it was. I'm gonna give mine to uh, to uh, Carlos Signs because again. I think he needs a little criticism. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna harp any more on that. We're just gonna let the drone operator ride out. I'm watching the drone videos. And You're it, watching it. It's just so. It's just. <laughs> oh my god! I remember one going into turn four where it was just like I just. It's it, literally like, turning away from the race. <laughs> it's just insane. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> they're they're paying helicopters. They're paying for the fuel in it this economy for all the stuff for these great shots. And then we've just got and and the, the you know it's mapping out the aerials so it's hard. Not even, that. It's not even race or crowd shots. It was just like pit. <laughs> it had to have been like a student project or something. Like somebody won a contest, right? Yeah, it was like. It was like if you if you were trying to show an NFL stadium and like here's the fans, here's the track, and then you just zoomed in on like the Gatorade car. <laughs> yeah, here's the strength coaches. <laughs> not a not a fun one. Not Bill Belichick's so son or anything. Bad. Just just a strength coach. Oh my god! Oh, pan so pan around, you know, yeah, to the tunnel. <laughs> Oh man, Ian is is has just lost his marbles, and uh, oh, we have finally that, broken Ian with the I drone needed, footage needed, in Spain. That was a good laugh, man. <laughs> I I needed that. That was that was a lot of that is so good. I think I'm gonna post your rant in its entirety. That's Dude. fine. <laughs> I only wish that we had video available. Oh man, Ian is wiping tears from his eyes as we speak. <laughs> Yeah, I'd rather have them do the whole race in visor cam than, than watch another second. Of, uh, Look, I, I love visor cam, but it's a little <laughs> jarring. It's, yeah. it's, it's a little jarring, okay? Uh, all right, sorry. That's, I, yeah, no, you're, you're good. That's uh, that's all all I got for uh, for the race. I'd like to end on that high note or low yeah. note of uh, of that drone operator. Coming the, in, uh, what the only thing next, I got, we got Monaco. Oh, the only, sorry. The only thing I got before we go, and I want to make a point of this, is that if you're new to the pod or you're new to Formula One, or this is your first year, I assume most of you guys it's not, but for those of you, maybe it is. Monaco, the race itself is cool, but qual, but please, please, please watch the qualifying. The race is boring. The qualifying is exciting. 
Yes. Ramp, and even ramp. for Formula One fans, qualifying yeah. is exciting because we're so used to yeah. seeing they come out early in the session and they post a lap. And then they come out at the end of the session and they post a lap. And Monaco's a track where it takes a couple of laps to get the tires warmed up. So it, it's the heat. strategy of it is even completely different. It's the crown jewel, yada, yada, yada. A um, lot of a uh, lot of drama going on there, but that's happening. What next next weekend? May uh, May twenty ninth, I believe, is the race. Yeah, and you man. still laughing about the drones? What's going Sorry, on? Someone, you still watching drone footage? Somebody, somebody online compared it to the Blair Witch Project, and I just lost. I me. said that earlier. <laughs> I said that fifteen minutes ago. All right. I won't be upstaged by some lost comment. drone footage. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, okay, sorry. All right, I'm over it. I'm good. I'm promised now. No, okay. Well, now I'm definitely going to take my my comment of saying comparing it to the Blair Witch Project and comparing <laughs> it to you laughing 15 minutes later saying someone on the internet just compared it to the Blair Witch Project <laughs> and put those together. Oh, so man. surely there's no way that the TV broadcast in Monaco this weekend could be as bad, right? Yeah, guys? I, I you I know what? Know. Honestly, at this point, and here comes Lance Stroll. Well, I, I feel like they're either gonna they're either gonna double down or they're gonna be like, we did nothing wrong, and it's gonna be just great again. And honestly, I hope it's the same thing where the announcers have no idea what's going on. I love it. <laughs> it it's it's I'm great for it. I mean, I'm, all I'm, all drone Monaco broadcast. Yeah. Was was the drone on the F1 TV broadcast too? Because I watched it on ESPN. Um, I so I, I no, I got into this with Ian last week. They've got they got rid of the pit lane channel, the PLC. Oh, yeah, no, they did this year, which is heartbreaking because it used to have three boxes. It was triple boxes and constant uh, scoreboard, yeah. uh, like timesheet up there, and they've gotten rid of it. So I have no reason to watch F1 TV other than I put it on. 18 laps in, I put it on my second TV strictly to listen to Max's uh, team radio. The yeah. whole time. And I was dying. <laughs> and then it got a lot less fun. <laughs> yeah. When Leclerc retired. Um, so I'm sure those those basically they're using a lot of the same footage. Okay. All right. That's all we got for you guys. Uh we'll catch you guys after after Monaco, May 29th, Crown Jewel. Tune in Saturday, please, for the love of God. Yeah. Do you it. won't regret it. No, you'll like it. All right, catch you guys next week. Bye-bye.